0: Hi, um, I'm back. I wanted to do an episode talking about just some things that, like personal things, have been happening in my life. Um, specifically, if you can't tell from the title of this episode, pertaining to financial abuse and just um, why that is something that is so awful that doesn't get talked about very much. Um, like, there's a lot of, like, obviously, when you grow up in a abusive household, when you're a kid, like, growing up, there's a lot of different kinds of abuses that happen. Like, there's verbal, physical, psychological, emotional, sexual sometimes, in my case, and um, there's, like, neglect happening. There's, there's just a lot, and for whatever reason, I think, honestly, because of just, like, the amount of shame that people feel when they talk about money and especially, like, failing with getting money. I feel like people don't talk a lot about the financial abuse side, which isn't helpful because, you know, we got to talk about it so that other people don't make the same sort of mistakes. And it it's it's one of the, like, you can't really categorize the different sort of abuses, but this is one kind especially that can really fuck up, like, your life because it's your, if it's something in your name, it's your credit. It's not your parents' credit. And so it's something that they can really take advantage of you when you're younger and you don't know. And it really puts you in, like, a shitty situation that even if, like, even if you get, like, a great job and that makes good money and are able to kind of recoup, like, some things and try to fix your credit, like, there's still certain things that those things will still be on your report. And, like, granted, honestly, a lot of us who have this sort of situation growing up don't usually, like, find well-paying jobs that were, and, like, have, like, a stable um, income or anything like that, or have stability when it comes to money, because, just because a lot of reasons, like, some of them may be because we grew up, sometimes we grew up poor, like I did, and we didn't have money to us. There's also the thing that when financial abuse happens, you 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 don't really have control over your own money so then when you're an adult and you do have control over it you just want to use it for what you want to use it for especially because you don't like we don't we didn't really have like an actual real childhood a lot of the time so when we're adults and we're away from our parents especially we want to be able to spend it on whatever we want and kind of have like that second childhood and um and then there's all like the kind of kind of was supposed to be that word I just said um executive dysfunction and stuff that comes along with like having PTSD complex PTSD or anything else involved in that general area when it comes to trauma like spending money and like using like um shopping or like what I do with food as like a way to kind of um cope to like help you feel better when you're struggling is something that a lot of us do which can lead sometimes to a negative thing with money. Um, even if life is nice to you and you're able to like find a, a job that pays well. But that's also, it's all like intermixed, you know? It's hard for us to find a job that makes good money when we struggle so much. Like communicating with other people and understanding like what our boundaries should be and shouldn't be. And what we should put up without a job and or shouldn't. Um, so yeah, I wanted to talk about that because... This week, I paid off, um, a credit card of mine that I've had since I was 18 years old. (laughs) And for anyone listening to this who don't know who, how old I am, I am now 36. I'm, like, almost done being 36. I'm gonna be 37 at the end of January. Um, so that's, like, 18 years almost nine, yeah, pretty much like 18 years that I had this credit card. Um, and it's finally paid off. But this was a gigantic (laughs) journey, uh, to say the least. So I wanted to kind of try to tell some of it. If for no other reason than to talk about how this stuff can happen in the hopes that somebody listening to this who may be younger will be able to avoid or at least try to avoid some of the mistakes that I made, and then, like, just some of the situations that I ended up in, like, I honestly don't know if someone could have really necessarily warned me to stop, like, this kind of happening, but, um, I feel like the only way anyone's ever gonna learn about, like, what financial abuse really is, and just, like, that aspect of having, like, abusive parents that don't have boundaries, they're never, no one's ever gonna know or feel comfortable talking about this side of it if we never, if no one talks about it. So I can at least try. Um, yeah. So basically when I was 18, it was back in 2003, which, um, for younger people, (laughs) which is for most of people I think who would be listening to this, um, that was basically when The Iraq war started in 2003, um, when I was a senior in high school, and so, like, things weren't- things were- had been, like, slowly turning worse after September 11th with, like, Bush as the stupid-ass president and stuff, but the economy hadn't crashed yet. That didn't happen until 2008, like, 2007-2008 so um the so like at that point like when I was growing up until that point we were always told that you should go to high you should yes you should go to high school but you should go to college because even if you get a degree a four-year degree in something that you're not going to do anything in we were always told that if you got a college degree you're guaranteed to get a job so and like for me personally going to school meant I had to like do that to get away from my parents um so I didn't even care like necessarily where I even went <laughs> honestly I just wanted it to be far enough away from my parents like there's a, there was a school that a lot of people from my high school went to um actually in the city that I live in now in Milwaukee but I didn't want to go to UWM even though I t- because a ton of people from my high school always go there because it's so close to my hometown, but mostly just because it was still close. It was still in, like, the general area where I grew up in, so, and I wanted to at least get somewhat far enough away where where I went to school was, like, unfamiliar to feel like I I was able to get away from my parents. Like, my dad worked in Milwaukee. I didn't want to be work, I didn't want to go to school in the same city that he worked in, um, so, that, like, I remember the, the, like, summer, I think, when I had graduated, I kept getting, like, these things, just, like, you know, like, ads in the mail, um, about different credit card companies, and I had been, the high school that I went to was very focused on, like, college, like, going to college, like, there was, There was a ton of AP classes at my school I took like an advanced composition class um all about like how to like write research papers and things like that when I was a junior when I was in 11th grade like I took (laughs) the first two English classes I took when I was in college didn't teach me anything because that class I took before I was even a senior taught me everything that they did in that class if you get that idea like my high school didn't even have a valedictorian because there was, there's so many people every year that have a perfect 4.0 that take, like, a million AP classes that there's just no way for them to ever name one person as the best. So, um, a lot of, I remember hearing in classes and stuff that, that, like, building your credit was something you're supposed to do, especially when you're young, and that, like, getting a credit card was, a good way to to like start that whole process so like I just decided to do it like it wasn't it was something I'd thought about for a while but this was some this is something that I still do sometimes I'll think about doing something for a while and I'll like keep thinking about it every once in a while and then like something will happen that'll just make me decide to like actually do it and go through with it so like there was just I remember there was just one day I like got the mail and saw that I had, like, I got, like, some ad or whatever from Capital One that if you, like, joined, you got, like, I don't know, some extra money added for, like, a credit um as, like, a first time user of a, of having, like, a credit card or anything at all, and um, so I wanted that, so I joined, and I remember that I had, like, a $500 limit on the credit card, which is what I wanted, Like, I wanted- I didn't- like, this is kind of, like, an ironic part of the story, but I never wanted, like, a huge limit when it came to credit cards or anything like that. I wanted it to be smaller so that I wouldn't be tempted to, like, spend too much of it and get to be, like, a big thing, which is what ended up happening. I wanted it to be a smaller amount so that I could use it for whatever and then pay it off and then have it to use again. Um, without it getting too out of control. So I got, it, I got it, and it had, like, $500 on it, and I was happy with that. And then I used it for, I think, for school. Like, I think I used my credit card to buy, like, the, some of, like, my textbooks for, like, my first semester of school or something, something like that. And um, they, like, and so, like, Capital One upped my credit limit from, like, $500 to $2,000, and, like, like, I didn't, I didn't ask them to do that, they just did that, and I was, like, what the fuck, (laughs) like, I didn't say fuck, probably, I could have, but I just, like, went on their website, because this, okay, reminder this was back in 2003 so like cell phones were around but I didn't even have one yet like I didn't get a cell phone until actually I, probably around this time like the summer before I went to college was right around when I first when I got one like I remember my mom got me one like right before I went to school since I was going to school so would, they would have a way to contact me um but even when you had it, like, you couldn't go on the internet like you can now with it. You had to, like, pay, like, a fee every time you went on it and, like, dep- like, by the minute you were charged with how long you were on it. And you couldn't, like, go to, like, a website or anything like that on it. You could basically just, they were, like, little apps you could use to, like, be in the quote-unquote internet. <laughs> so, like, nobody, like, did that on their phones. Um, we basically just used them to actually call each other and then to, like, text message and play, like, these silly, like, snake games and stuff that we had, but it was mainly text messaging was, like, the newer thing at the time, um, so, like, I had to actually sit down and go on, like, my family's computer to look at, like, my Capital One account, and I remember looking at it and seeing that, like, my limit had all of a sudden, like, changed, and I was, like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) And, like, now that I'm thinking about it, it is possible that, um, that, like, one of my parents, especially, like, my mom, could have, like, done something to, like, move that limit into being a bigger amount because, um, she was, because my mom was a person, she also, my mom stole money from me when I was in high school so like I can't I, I can't really talk about this credit card without talking about that too um so I had this job when I was in high school like the entire time that I was in high school uh well not the entire time I'm sorry that's not true but uh I got the job like my sophomore year and had that job for the rest of my high school career the it was a grocery store and the place like was went out of business and it the like the date that I went out of business was like two weeks before I started school so it was like college I mean so it was like the perfect kind of thing that me and my best friend at the time we both just were planning on putting that day in as our last day of work so we would have two weeks of time at home to like pack and get ready to leave before going off to school and it just ended up working out that way um but like that job actually made pretty like good money for like a cashier part-time job like I remember I made like seven seventy five an hour it it had like a union um if the place wasn't closing we would have made I would have made like eight forty five an hour which is crazy because when I like dropped out of school it, I worked at like my full-time job at a gr- at a different grocery store for I swear like two years before I even made that much <laughs> but anyway so the part of this story is that when I got that job and I started getting paychecks and stuff, my mom was like, "Hey, we can open up a checking account for you at um this one bank that i that she goes to a lot she she was like friends with the the like vice president of the location that and it was like right it was like right by um her work it was like a five minute drive away, so it would be easy for her to like for me to give her." my paychecks and then have her put them in my account for me um because like I said this was back in the days before the internet uh, like online banking and the way that we do it now where you can like take a photo of a check that you get in the mail on like your app and like send it in did not start happening until like I think like 2012 I think um somewhere around there 2012 2013 Um, and, like, ATMs, I remember in, like, 2011, 2012 was, like, it was exciting that, like, you could go to, like, ATMs and deposit your checks at the ATM without having to go into the bank. Um, so, and I didn't have a car or anything, I was 15, (laughs) so I didn't have a car, and I lived in the, we lived in, like, enough of a small-ass country town that it would have taken, like, any bank was, like, a drive away so it was convenient. In my mind, it was convenient for my mom to open up this account for me at, a, at the bank by her so that she could just deposit the money in my account for me. But the problem is that my mom is a horrible human being and she used that to steal money from me. Um, so I figured out after a couple months of that, um, that arrangement happening... I figured out that just from like looking how much money was in my account when I would like when I would get like statements or whatever in the mail that you know they have to send out I would figure out that like she wasn't depositing all of the money in my account she was putting some of the paychecks from me into her account for whatever she was using that for and um yeah that went on for like years like because of all the abuse and everything I never said anything I was so used to things happening and just not saying anything about it like I told myself that I was like helping my mom pay the rent and things like that and just looked at it as that even though she was legitimately stealing from me and um, I never knew how much money was ever going to be in my account like the whole reason why I got that job was because I wanted to be able to work at a job to save money so that when I went off to school I would have money saved for college and then because she stole a lot of the money from me when I went to college I di- the place that I worked at closed so the first year that I was in school I didn't have a job I didn't get another like grocery store job until I came home from the summer and um and so that whole first year my aunt actually sent me money every month as like something but other than that like I had I went to college with only like six hundred dollars in my account and that was it and I had been working for two two and a half years like almost yeah like two and a half years by that point um like basically every week and like none of that money was there that could have been there that would have made my life a lot easier so um getting a credit card like that was part of the reason why I wanted to do that because I wanted to be able to have something in my name that I could use as like a backup because I knew that I was going to school and wasn't going to have very much like money in the way that I wanted that I wished it could have been there to, like, have money saved. Like, I knew that I was going to go through, like, my freshman year likely without a job. And so, like, if I had a credit card to use to, like, buy, you know, food or whatever else I would need, that would be nice. Um, so that was part of the reason why I, I even wanted to get it. And talking about it now, it's possible that my mom could have, like, somehow raised, like, the credit limit without me knowing because it is, like, it is very possible that, like, Capital One just, like, raised it because I was young and had, like, bought some stuff that was close to, like, my limit and they just gave me more because they wanted, because of the whole thing of how credit card companies work, they wanted, um, they want you to, like, have more credit limit because that's more time that you'll be giving them money every month, um, for m- much longer. And that's true. Like, if this credit card was only $500, I would have paid this off a long time ago. But when they moved it to $2,000, that made it take much longer. Um, so yeah, that happened. And so they moved my credit limit up to $2,000. And it. I think this whole story is, like, very ironic because, like, I've never been... When I think about money, I've never wanted to be one that, like, spends it on frivolous things or anything like that because I've always been very, like, paranoid or, like, worried about, like, spending it and not having anything. Like, um, that's- I think that's definitely, like, a side effect of how I grew up. Like, my parents were always pretty poor and didn't have any money, especially after they got- my parents got divorced when I was 12 they also filed for bankruptcy so they like couldn't get credit cards for like seven years or something after that which I mean now that I'm saying that out loud could come into play with the whole like credit card limit like being raised thing in this story because it was it was not a full seven years after their after their bankruptcy when I got this credit card so oh boy (laughs) um anyway they, I, I was, I grew up just, like, so aware of, like, how my parents never had any money. My mom, we never had a lot of food in the house. When I would go to my dad's house, he didn't ever have that much food in his house either. We were constantly always moving because my mom could never afford, um, any of the, like, townhouses we lived in. We basically, we just kept renting different townhouses in the same subdivision in, like, the small town that I lived in, and my dad moved around to different places, too, and they could just never seem to afford anything, even though they both worked multiple jobs, um, and so, like, I was so aware of that that I, like, had this fear always of, like, spending too much money and it just being gone, and I didn't want that to happen. I wanted to be careful with it, um, and then it all just kind of blew up in my face because there were times when I was in school and um, when I like I dropped out of like four year colleges after like two and a half years, and so like the first couple years that I was working as like full time at a gro- at a grocery store, um, making like six fifty to like an hour for the first like two years um there was a lot of times when I like couldn't eat because I didn't have enough money like I remember every month I would like pay my rent and I would have like ten dollars left over after paying my rent because I just like I just didn't have any money and I only made six fifty an hour working full-time so that's that is definitely not enough to live off of um and so there'd be days then like usually like one day a week where I wouldn't eat dinner and the only because I didn't have any food and I wouldn't have any money to buy food and um I would just like take food out of the deli case and then since I always closed the deli uh, every night when we would take the food out of like the hot case where they sell like fried chicken and fries and things like that um we would always go and like whoever was closing that side would, like, put the food out, and everyone would just kind of go in the back in, like, one of the coolers or something to go, like, eat, like, whatever the food that was left over in there without, like, any of the cameras seeing what we were doing so that we wouldn't get in trouble, um, so I used some, like, one day a week that food was, like, the only food that I would be able to eat, and it really sucked, um, And during- and there were definitely times that I can remember that I would, like, use it to- to pay some bill or I would use a credit card to, like- I used it a lot. I wanted to use it a lot to, like, just buy myself food because I was- food has always been, like, the- the worry that I have when it comes to money of, like, running out of money in order to buy myself enough food. And I didn't have a car when I- had this had this job either, so um that was just like a a worry that I that I tended to have a lot and still do now to this day. But uh yeah, it's been like that for a while. And anyway, at some point when I was living with my first roommate and I was working like this and would have like a day a week usually that I wouldn't be able to like buy myself dinner or really eat dinner beyond like what I might be able to find at the when I get home um I remember there was one time I was like using I used my roommate's computer because this was back when I didn't have a lot like a laptop yet or I think or my laptop broke or something that I was using in college I didn't have a new one yet and I was using it to like look at my Capital One card and I saw that like there were charges on it for e and I was like what the fuck is this shit? And I looked at it and I and I figured out that it was my mom that my mom somehow got my credit card like information like my and credit card number and all that and used it to buy herself a subscription or whatever for E-Harmony. And bought, a, like, a couple months of it so that she could go on, like, a dating app. <laughs> and I remember, like, like texting her or... Because texting was still somewhat, like, a new thing, especially for people my mom's age then. So I, I'm pretty sure I texted... I'm pretty sure I actually called her because she wasn't really texting yet. And was like, what the fuck? Like, what is this? Why are you using... How do you even... And I'm still confused about this to this day. Like, how do you even have my credit card information? Like, I wasn't living with her. Like, how did she even get that card's information? Um, And was like, what do you do? Like, why are you using my card? And I just remember that my mom was like mad that I was angry at her for using my card and was like, oh, it was just a mistake. And and started, like, rambling about how stupid the guys were that she was talking to on this website was. And I was like, I literally don't care. Like, are what what's going on? Like, I'm trying to use this car to, like, buy myself food so that I don't, like, go not eating for the day. And I can't use it right now to buy myself food because you're... Because you've already spent, like, over $100 a month on some stupid, like, dating website. Like, what the fuck? Um, I remember there was some other- I can't remember completely what this was anymore, but there was a time around that- around that time, too, that um, my sister asked if I had, like- if she could use my credit card to- to buy, like, concert tickets, I think, for something. I don't even remember, like, what band or it was even for at this point, but I'm pretty sure it was for, like, concert tickets or something like that, and that I remember that she thought that I said no when I said yes and, like, called me up and just started and was, like, screaming at me on the phone because she thought I had told her no, and I was like, Cassie, I just bought these. Like, what are you- why are you yelling at me? And she was like, oh, um, yeah, but you can see, like, how these things happen, like, I, I definitely used it to, like, order the same kind of thing that I do now, like, when I, when I was worried about food and I would just, like, order out, you know, pizza from somewhere and, like, and, like, just, when you order out pizza from, like, a, uh, one of the, like, Domino's or Pizza Hut or whatever, um, you can make that for, like, days afterwards for food. Like, ordering out one pizza is, like, at least three different meals for me, which is why I can, like, easily justify doing that. Um, even to this day, that's what I do with it. And so back then, that was, like, you know, that was, like, dinner and then, like, food before I went to work and then food after work for, like, two, so basically, like, two days worth of food that I wouldn't, at least two days worth of food that I wouldn't have to worry about um maybe even stretch it to like the food that I ate before I went to work the next day after that and so it was really shitty that I like couldn't buy that for myself because of my mom and then sometimes like letting my sister use it too and so this card was maxed out forever like, by the time it was, like, 2008, 2009, 2009 was when I, like, moved out from my first, the first roommate I had as an adult, um, and moved in with my sister. By the time we, I moved in with my sister, it was basically maxed out. There was, like, maybe $20 left on it, and when we moved in together, we both, like, didn't have any money, and were in school and stuff, and came up with, like, a plan, of, like, ways that we could save money so that we could actually pay off some of, like, our bills, and so there would always be times with that card where it would, like, where I would pay off it enough, like, whenever I would get, like, um, when I would get, like, a tax return, and my tax return was always a lot because you get money back for, like, tuition when you're in school, and, um, and also because I made, like, $20,000 $20,000 a year some a lot of those years remember feeling like it was a big deal when I made like $20,000 a year in one year um lordy but anyway uh so I made I got like big tax returns back I would get like money from financial aid and like grants or loans or whatever it would just be money that I could use and um and I would use that to like try to pay off some of that credit card So that I would have some, like, space in it so I could use it again. Like, I always wanted to, like... The thing that I remember I would think, like, for literally, like, 10... For almost 10 years, like, from 2009 to, like, 2019, I would just always think that if I could somehow get, like, money more together and more, um, and more organized if I could, like, use my student loans or use my tax return to pay off, like, my Capital One card where I would have, like, a thousand, like, it was $2,000, so if I could pay off, like, get it down to, like, a thousand dollars, then I would have a thousand dollars to use and then that would be, like, an actual, like, cushion because, like, especially at the time, like, sometimes my sister and I, like, shared a car for a while and if it didn't work, like it eventually like broke down, and um, my dad actually gave like I took like a car that my dad only drove for a couple months before he lost his license because he, he couldn't drive anymore. His prescription was making it him like swerve on the road without him noticing. And um, but like being able to get like a rental car, like you need like a credit card in order to get a rental car, and we went on like a lot of road trips then to see our our favorite band and um and just like being able to have like some sort of a cushion that if some emergency happened that there was a credit card that I that I would have had that would have had like money on it in order for me to use but just things always would come up like something would always happen where I was never able to just like spend the money on from like my um, for my tax return or whatever on that card to like get it down. I could never like get my money together because I just never made enough money, honestly. And, um, and part of the whole thing with like the financial abuse of, um, my mom and then also my sister too when I was in college, they both were, like, taking money out of my account without me knowing and buying things with my card. My mom did that even with my credit card. And Cassie, like I said, my sister did that even though if it was sometimes with- even if it was with my permission, she was still, like, using my card and not paying me back for it when she was in college. Like, we were both poor, but still, like, that was money that, um, on my card that she used- things that then I couldn't use and because of all that was going on I just it was real. it's it's been a whole battle for me to like have to know that I have money that is now my own but I've always just had this feeling of for so long my own money was not mine like my mom was taking it or my sister was taking it or they were both taking it and I just, when I was an adult, I finally had money that I was making at a job that I worked at, and I wanted to be able to spend it how I wanted to spend it, basically, and it it was a way for me to, like, you know, it was a horrible, it was not a good, exactly good coping mechanism to use it to, like, order out food or buy whatever, but it was something that I did, um, that made me feel, like, good at the time, and it was just- it was a whole mess you know how trauma stuff always is like I didn't even understand then like why I was doing that with money like why I wasn't being smarter and saving more of it or being more careful about it when I knew that I wanted to be careful about it but it was just wasn't working and then in 2018 uh, when I went on leave from my job and they denied me short-term disability and then they fired me which I always say this about this job. They should have fired me because I was having a mental breakdown. And for the last like four months that I worked there, I could not do work. I couldn't do it at all. Um, and so, but after that, I it took a while for me to get unemployment. And unemployment was like nothing. It was not even a thousand dollars a month. So it was like terrifying during that time trying to work and just to get just to make enough money. Like doing DoorDash delivery driving was terrifying in order to pay my rent. And like every month was like a huge gigantic struggle during like the fall to winter of 2018 and in- until I got um a job and started getting more regular paychecks again, but even then it was still a huge struggle just to pay any bills. so like the fall, especially of 2018 and like January and February of 2019. I started my, the job that I work at now at the end of February in 2019, and, but before that, I had been unemployed since, like, the middle of October of the year before, and so basically every month, I was, like, doing DoorDash delivery driving as much as humanly possible, um, and using, like, eventually the unemployment money that I didn't start getting until December just to pay off my... Uh, just to be able to pay rent and it was like super tight at the end of every month like it was extremely stressful like I did not have enough money to buy myself food I barely had enough money to buy my cats like food and litter I kept having to like walk to the dollar store or go to the dollar store and get like the like dollar store versions of like cat food and litter and stuff because it was the only like that's the only stuff that I could afford and buy food and stuff from there because it was all that I could afford. And um anyway, all of the other bills that I had, like my internet bill, my cell phone bill, my Capital One bill, um my electric bill, all of that like just was put off to the side like I literally did not have any money to pay it. Like I remember that like Capital One um started calling me like, you know the thing that those places do where they start calling you like every day to hound you about your bill when you're not paying after a while I remember at some point in like December of 2018 they called they kept calling me and I answered the phone and I legit like and I just like legitimately told them like I don't have any money like I have nothing um I can't remember if I actually did this. Sorry, part part of the thing that's hard when you're going through- That was when I cut my mom off that year, so that time is, like, super fuzzy. Like, I was barely sleeping and I was dissociating a lot. So I'm not sure if I actually did this, but I remember at least thinking about wanting to just answer the phone and telling them I don't have any money. Like, there's- It's this weird sort of, like, backwards freedom- (laughs) Um, when you're in that situation that it doesn't matter how many times Capital One or whoever else was going to call me and harass me to pay their bill when you literally have don't have any money at all and there's like no way for you to get any other money it's like almost weirdly freeing like it doesn't matter how many times you call me and what you threaten me with I literally don't have the money to pay you, so I, what are you gonna, (laughs) like, what are you gonna do to me? I can't, I don't have it, and there's literally nothing I can do right now in order to get it, like, the only thing I could think of at the time, um, was if I had, like, sold my car, which I thought about, but, like, my car was the way that I was doing DoorDash delivery driving at the time, so I was like, I can't sell my car, because this is the only- thing I have to make any money at all right now besides like the $900 a month I got in un- from unemployment um so it was like so eventually like Capital One just like decided that I like got this email from them I believe in like the beginning of t- 2019 that said that they like cl- just closed my account like just have it where the account is done like it's closed my, I don't have a card with them anymore or anything like that. And they, like, had me sign up for this payment plan to pay off the, like, balance that I had with the card. And I did that. Like, um, I can't remember when it started. Somewhere in, like, I think in the beginning of, I think somewhere in 2019, um, was when that started. And I paid it, the whole reason why I wanted, like, I said in the beginning of this episode was I wanted to talk about this is because I finally paid off the card for good at the end of this month and it was basically, like, all of this year and, like, all of last year, um, I had it, I, yeah, and maybe some of the end of 2019, too, um, I, I made that, I just made that agreement eventually and did it and, it feels really good to have it paid off but it's also like just completely insane to think about it like I've never I've never been one that's like wanted a lot of credit card debt like a lot of people I know my age talk about having credit card debt and or like a lot of it because it's easy like especially when you're younger to just get a credit card and use it to live when we don't have any other money and like it's interesting when I think about that story and like how out of control that card got like to the point where they just closed my account because it had been like months and months and months where I could not pay them and I had I hadn't paid that bill on a regular basis in so long like I would not pay it for a couple months and then start trying to pay it because like the late fees were always a lot but I would get like a hundred dollars two hundred dollars sometimes three hundred dollars available on the car to then use it and then all of that money would be gone because I wouldn't pay it for a couple months and they would take the money away from it because of my late fees and um it's just like that situation with that car got so out of control when all I wanted with it was to be able to use $500 to have, like, extra money. That's all I wanted that card to be. And I got so out of control to the point where I had it for 18 fucking years before- technically I had it for, like, 16 years before they just closed the account and said, now you just have to pay this off. But still, like, 18 entire years of me having that card- and having that as like a loan or something that I, not a loan, but like, you know, um, a debt that I had to pay off. Like it's so easy to just, when I, what I was saying before is, is interesting for me to think about that story now because like nowhere in the time when I was in my like twenties, when I was struggling a lot with money, did I ever think about getting another credit card. And, like, even in, like, 2018 and 2019, I was, I never thought to do that, or even last year in 2020, I never thought to get that, and I think it's because I knew, like, that would just be another bill, and even if, like, a credit card company would have given me one, like, if I found one that would have approved me, um, which only, honestly, wouldn't be that hard, like, credit card companies can be really predatory, uh, it would just have been something else I would have had to pay off and I, that's the last thing that I wanted. Like, I want, I want to be able to, like, pay off my debt instead of making myself more debt. And, um, but it's just interesting for me to think about that. Like, even in my 20s when I could have, like, you know, googled, like, credit cards or whatever and then gotten one with, like, my bank or something like that for another card... Like, I still never did it. Like, I I made this joke the other day that, like, I, I hardly ever check my mail. Like, my my building managers left, like, a note for everybody saying to check their mail on a regular basis. So I went to go check it. And just because they left that, I'll probably try to check it, like, once a week. But usually, like, mail I get in, like, my actual mailbox, like, in person they're all ads. They're all the same ads. Like, I always get something from Spectrum trying to get me to sign up for TV, even though I'll never sign up for cable. That's way too expensive. Why would I ever do that when I can just use the internet and that's it? Um, And there's, like, some, like, predatory loan companies that always send me something to try to get me to like, sign up for a loan with, like, absolutely insane interest rates that i will never sign up for. There's always, like, things like that. Like, there are, I, like, the, the funny thing thinking about how I've, I never tried to sign up for another credit card is that I used to get ads in the mail from, like, Chase Bank, which has been, like, my bank since, like, 2009 when I moved in with my sister, um, and, like, a couple other, like, credit card companies and, like, banks around my general area, I still get, like, s- like ads or whatever, junk mail, from them in my mailbox, like, at least once a month, trying to get me to sign up for some credit card with them, and I never do. Um, I'm really glad that I didn't. Like, money has been, like, a mess for a long time, but it could have been even messier if I had signed up for it- another card when I was already struggling. Like, that wouldn't have made- (laughs) that wouldn't have made the situation any better. It would have been okay in the short term, but not really. Like, I- it would just would have been something else for me to worry about. Um, but yeah, like, I guess I just wanted to tell this, like, crazy convoluted story about, like, because financial abuse is really hard because my mom and my sister, especially my mom, using that credit card- and, like, rack and taking away the money on it and leaving me with less money to do it, that only fucked me over. (laughs) Like, I will- I'm not gonna act like I was good with money at all because I was not. Like, there was a lot of, like, money with, um, like, there's a lot of debt that I have that is completely things that I've worked up on my own. Like, I have a- right now I have a bunch of, like, like, when I get my, um- tax return for this year I want to use at least some of it to pay to try to make like a agreement like I had with this credit card to pay off the debt that I have for um, my medical debt from my um, uh, surgeries that I had last year and at least pay off some of that and work at least a couple of those bills to start working them down um, to something more like sustainable for me to actually pay off But, like, there's- I've made a lot of mistakes on my own when it comes to my money. Like, there's been a lot of decisions that I made that wasn't the- the smartest or the best thing that I could have done, so I'm not acting like I'm perfect at all. But, um, like, the- the whole financial abuse angle of my mom, like, using my money- when I was in high school just to start with that left me with way less money when I went to college than I then would have been there if I was actually in control of that money um, led to me getting this credit card and then led to me using it more than I would have led to her using it sometimes and led to my sister using it sometimes and it's just it's one of those things that I think about like every once in a while I think like like how much different or like easier would have my life had been if I would have had like all of the money in my account that I made when I worked at that high school job instead of my mom taking it from me because I figured out how much money it was and she stole like like ten thousand dollars from me it was a lot like I worked at that job every week for two and a half years and even though I was only working part-time for a lot of it the last like couple months that I worked there it was and that was with me like rounding down for the amount of hours that I worked a week, and how much I made every week, and things like that. Um, like, when you think about it, I worked at that job for two and a half years, so making, like, ten thousand dollars during, like, a two and a half year span is hardly anything, but still, it would be a lot if I would have gone to school with that much money and, like, a savings account for me to use, but, like, at the same time, like, I know that I wouldn't have actually had it for very long, even if, my mom hadn't used it just because like my sister was always asking for money and my mom was still trying to use like the boundaries with my family was just not there I wouldn't have told I never would have told them no so like it's one of those really frustrating things that even if my mom hadn't taken that money from me then I feel like she would have taken it from me later and I still wouldn't have been able to have like um, start life in a, in a much, like, less stressful way as, like, an adult, like, the thing that I wish that I could have done when I graduated high school is that I wish I could have, like, moved into my own apartment somewhere, like, you know, not close to my hometown or anything, because I wanted, I desperately needed to get away from my parents, um, but, like, just, I wish I could have been able to move into some apartment somewhere and gone to, like, a community college, um, for the first two years, at least, because a lot of, like, your general classes that you take at college, um, you spend the majority of your first two years taking your general ed classes before you even figure out what your major would be, or even when you start taking the classes that are specific to your major, and you can take all of those at a community college and, like, at a community college it's, like, a thousand- it's, like, 1500 to, like, $2,000 a year to take, like, a full, like, 12 credits for the entire year. And at, like, an- and at, like, a college- a full college it's, like, $9,000 or something like that a year or s- more. Somewhere around that at the time that I remember, um, it was, like, $9,000 a semester, I think, in order to go to, a like, a school taking the same amount of classes. I just, like, lived on campus, and so, like, I always just wish that that could have been possible for me, but I also know that that wouldn't have been possible for me because my family wouldn't have- they wouldn't have let me do that in like peace they would have they would never have like allowed me to like live out on my own like that um it just wouldn't have worked I like needed I needed so much like help um I didn't know it was like yeah it's just one of those hard things I think of now that I wish that I could have done that and been successful with that and been able to do that without my parents and my sister, like, ruining it, but I also know that it couldn't- it never would have worked. Um, it never would have worked because they would have absolutely, like, shown up all the time and disrupted all of that and, like, they disrupted it when I was in school already. Like, when I was- the first two years that I was in, like, um, Four year colleges. I only went to them for like two and a half years. But like the first two years was when I went to a school that was like driving distance away from where I grew up. And I used to get like phone calls from Cassie when my parents and her were having arguments. And Cassie's my sister. And like, or like that, my mom and my sister were both taking money out of my account then. And I didn't have any money. And um, my dad would sometimes call me up and just start yelling at me, because uh, our relationship got awful then, as you can imagine. Um, like, there was a lot, there was a lot going on at, during that time, and it, this is what I was trying to say in the beginning of this episode, in the way that, like, it's so hard for us that grow up in a abusive household where there are no boundaries and there's all these different sort of abusive things happening around us for us to like be able to be successful in life because like any because my like the other friends that I had like my best friend at the time for instance his parents um was able to pay for his entire college time like, all of his tuition and everything for the entire time he was in school for three and a half years with money they put in the stock market. Like, it didn't, even though the stock market crashed when, like, the Iraq war happened, it didn't crash enough for that to, like, not be enough. So, like, he was able to graduate without any student loans. That is still, like, I still think about that and just am, like, amazed, like, how amazing that would be to, like, graduate without any student loan debt, like, how much easier life would be without having that hanging over your head all the time, like, it would be so much easier making choices about work and what you want to do for your job or whatever, just, you would, it would take some of the pressure off of, like, working at a job that didn't pay that much, because, like, part of the horrible thing was, when I was making, like, seven dollars, eight dollars, nine dollars an hour at my grocery store job, the first, like, when I, the first, um, apartment that I lived in with my first roommate, uh, I was, after, like, six months, I had to start paying back my student loans, and I barely made any money at all, but I still had to pay them back because they were private loans that I got from, like, the bank that my mom got my, like, checking account at, so, like, they weren't so and I wasn't in school at the time I didn't go back to school for like two years so um like all that time I had to start paying them back when I made like no money and didn't make enough to even try but I had to so like that best friend of mine graduating without any of that stress it's just, it just seems like this amazing thing to be able to graduate without that huge stress hanging over your head and making like job situations and living on your own and figuring out how to figure out finances and budgeting and stuff way more like that would be so much easier if you didn't have to worry about paying student loans after you've been out of school for six months and like his and like his mom and his stepdad like um had a place for him to live all the time and it was like a good healthy environment like it wasn't like it wasn't like me like I needed to get out of my parents house in order to survive that was an extremely abusive situation to be in I couldn't stay there and so it was like I had to go to school and take out all of these loans to live at school because I needed to get out of that house and that was the only option that I had um but for him like it's just being set up that way is so much easier like he was able to like buy the house that he grew up in like a a little bit after he graduated from college um and his like owned it ever since then because the job that we worked at in high school like he worked at the same place as me and he had like ten thousand dollars saved in his in his savings account and he was really careful with money of, and tried not to spend it on anything that he didn't have to and because he had parents that like respected his boundaries and didn't take his money or ask him for anything like that like they were good parents he had all of that money when he went to school. So, like, he graduated without any student loans and then had this, like, good chunk of money in savings for him to use after he graduated that he used to, like, you know, to help buy his house. Um, and, like, that's the stuff that I think is important for people who have a similar upbringing as me to remember is that it's not that we're, like, failing at life or we don't know how to be a person or we don't know how to be an adult. There is some of that, but the thing about that is that it's not our fault. Like, that's what I want people to remember. Like, if you end up- if you had a situation like I did with this credit card and money and all this stuff or you end up in a situation like this in the future because your parents just, like, won't let you- will keep doing this shit to you even if you don't want them to, um, I just want people to remember that, like, it's not our fault. Like, our family, like, invaded all of our personal space, all of our boundaries, and they did this to us. They, like, created these situations that ended up hurting us, but, like, they're the ones that, like, didn't give us the, like, the the time that we deserve. They didn't, like, when you're supposed, to, all of my other friends, when they graduated from high school were able to start life with like money in the bank that they had earned themselves and like it sounds like such a small thing but like when you graduate from high school and you don't even have that because your family took that from you and you know that at any point they can take that from you it's just you're never going to be able to start where the rest of everybody else is and it is 100% not our fault.